I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Management Minute Home Team Podcast, the daily podcast for those outcasts working at home during this global pandemic. This podcast is a service of the MBA program in the John M. Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. Our goal is to make working at home work for you. My name is Scott Hammond. I'm a professor of management, a consultant, and an author, and I teach in the MBA program at Utah State University, and I absolutely love it. For the first time in the history of the world, we all sat down at the same time and had the same lesson. Of course, there are few people who were absent, and different parts of the global class saw the lesson at a different angle, but the lesson was exactly the same. It was a compelling, relevant challenge that had deep application to all of us. Most of us paid attention and did our best to understand and contribute to the global dialogue on the nature of complex problems and sensitive dependence on initial condition. The case study for this lesson is the COVID-19 pandemic, which began in China in late 2019 and spread throughout the world in 2020. Now, there have been other pandemics and other big global events, but the COVID-19 pandemic created the perfect storm for global learning. First, there's a shared paradigm of science and medicine. In the past, we had competing paradigms of science and superstition that clouded our ability to communicate. But today, the faithful and the agnostic, the believer and the non-believer, accept science and medicine and their explanation of virus behavior. Science is a language we all understand. Second, not only are we linked by the World Wide Web, but this second generation of the information age gives us an opportunity to see big problems from the front row in real time. While the Chinese thought police in Wunan hoped that they could put the information genie back into the bottle, a hero doctor was the first to observe the emergence of this pandemic, and he had already spoken, and his words were on the web. His words were going viral. Dr. Li Wenliang sent out emails cautioning his colleagues about what appeared to be an emerging respiratory illness. This was in December of 2019. And within days, the local authorities detained him and forced him to recant. Later, he contracted COVID-19 from one of his patients who was asymptomatic, and the good doctor died. Third, there is an emerging global culture of collaboration based on the transparency that we all experience. We don't just see pictures on the television taken by mediating journalists who tell us a news story. But through our social networks, we have direct contact with the hungry, the sick, the destitute, the needy, and the innovators and the problem solvers. We see them in social media. In other words, we don't all have a front row seat to the problem, but we can be on the second row or the third row. If you doubt that, think of the hundreds of people and the thousands of images you've seen about your friends who are living in social isolation right now. 
This perfect storm of technology, sociology, and biology has placed us all in the same classroom at the same time with the same problem. It is unlikely that we will think the same when the class is over. Like most good classes, we all come at it with different histories and assumptions and learning styles. Of course, we come from different cultures. As the class unfolds, there's going to be agreements and disagreements. There'll be accepted facts, and then those these facts will change, and they will not be accepted anymore. The discussion will heat up. Coalitions will form and fall apart. We'll leave wanting more information, needing more information, and frustrated the outcome. But frustration is sometimes a part of learning. We are dealing with a complex problem. And for most of history, we could not even see the problems that rained down destruction on society. Now, what do we mean by this idea of sensitive dependence on initial condition? It's a big concept, and it comes from what we call chaos theory or complexity theory. What it really means is that seemingly insignificant events can cause changes in the entire system. Oh, does this describe COVID-19? It's also sometimes called the butterfly effect. A butterfly flapping its wings in Tokyo can cause a tornado in Texas. Of course, that doesn't always happen. But what it means is that we are all interconnected in these complex systems. Here's an example from history. In 1850, a few people outside of what we call the Dutch West Indies knew or even cared about the eruption of a volcano called Mount Tambora on the island of Sumbawa in present-day Indonesia. Even though the eruption was the most violent in human history, the world was not connected with media, and most populations lived in subsistence farming. The violent explosive eruption climaxed on April 10th, 1815, and instantly killed an estimated 33,000 natives, ejecting into the atmosphere an estimated 100 cubic kilometers of ash, debris, dust, and gas. Even so, this event went unnoticed by the vast majority of the world's population until the ash from the eruption rose into the upper atmosphere encircled the globe. In the United States, a persistent dry fog dimmed the sunlight and lower temperatures. On June 6th in 1816, the frost killed crops in New Hampshire and Maine and Vermont and in upstate New York. This was kind of the food belt for the United States at the time. And this is in June when they're having frosts. Snow fell in Quebec City. Across Europe and North America, it was described as the year without a summer. In Germany, food prices spiked, causing demonstrations and even riots. In Ireland, the wheat and the potato crop failed. In Wales, refugees began begging for food. By the time winter rolled around, cold weather was killing livestock worldwide because they just didn't have enough feed. For the next three years, the Indian monsoon was disrupted, disrupting all of the food production for India. A typhus epidemic emerged along the Mediterranean Sea in the coastal areas, and a new cholera strain spread through Bengal and into India. In both the COVID pandemic and the Tambora eruption, you can see the classic characteristics of a complex problem. In theoretical physics, it's called sensitive dependence on initial condition, and we've also called it the butterfly effect. But it means that we are connected. 
that at the core of all complex problems, there is a multidimensional cause-effect change that can amplify an impact over time. An eruption sends ash into the atmosphere that circles the globe, creating a change in weather patterns, creating a change in crop yields, creating a change in social order and political order, creating migrations, changing political boundaries, doing all kinds of things. And this was a volcano that we had never seen. An erupting volcano is not a butterfly, but it's clear how one problem can lead to another. Even as we speak, the initial deaths known from the coronavirus are really painful memories. It's very sad when we have so many people who are passing away in the United States now. There are more people who've died from the coronavirus than died from the Vietnam War. But it's not so much the deaths as the economic and social aspects of this disease that will be ongoing that will be with us for just generations and even decades. So what have we learned in this classroom together with the world in this unique time? We've learned about complex problems. We've learned about how they are interconnected and how we are interconnected and how we have sensitive dependence on initial condition. And we have learned that we need to rethink the nature of problems and the nature of problem solving. And we have certainly learned that complex problems can only be solved through intense and dramatic collaboration, working together with others. Thank you for listening. Each of our podcasts is designed to support you and your work at home. And we'd love to hear from you, what's working for you and what's not. Please send us an email or any suggestions you might have. Send them directly to me, scott.hammond at usu.edu. That's scott.hammond at usu.edu. This podcast is a service of the MBA program in the John M. Huntsman School of Business at Utah State University. In the changing business world, one investment that's sure to pay big returns is education. Keep learning. Keep growing. Consider an online MBA at the Huntsman School. That's where I teach, and I absolutely love it. You can work at home, and you can grow anywhere. I'm Scott Hammond. Hope to see you in one of our classes.